Hi, um, this is Janice, and um, I'm speaking right now on the platform of um, Spiritual Dimensions Fellowship. And um, there's a video that has been trending on Facebook, on social media, of some uh, naked young people who were um, arrested in one building, I think, well, everybody assumes that they were shooting pornographic movies and all that. Um, it's not the pain of seeing so many young people choosing their own pathway for reasons best known to them. It's the pain of having to see um, members of the security force taking videos and posting them all over social media. Um, it's, it, I mean, I felt so much pain because um, some of the people taking those videos are men who are married and they have girlfriends, probably a chain of them outside. Some of them are perverts themselves. Um you know, some of them have things hidden in their skeletons, hidden in their own cupboards that nobody knows about. But here they were taking photographs, taking videos of these young people caught in the act. I put that in quotes. Mm -hmm. um, and making it look like, goodness, this is the worst thing that anybody can do on this earth. You know, we all remember, I don't know, those who are familiar with the Bible, um, the woman caught in adultery and uh, brought before the Lord Jesus Christ for final condemnation. And uh, the, 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 their law then was for her to be stoned to death. She was caught in adultery. We don't know with who. So the male figure is absent in the scenario. And it was the woman who was brought before the judges for condemnation. When I watched this video, the little I could watch, I felt that way. It's like these are culprits caught in the act, but behind the curtain, I'm sure there are great capoons. Uh, you know, they were doing that shooting in one um, <clears throat> nice duplex, probably a duplex for, for, from the size of it, it was a very big place. So I'm sure they have people funding whatever they are doing there. I'm sure they have people feeding on whatever they are doing there. So it's a whole chain of people involved in that. But we now have this um, group of young people paraded on social media naked. It makes me also remember a story I read somewhere. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it was a man, the story of a man who was fond of going to brothels and, you know, striptease clubs and all that. So on one of his outings, he he got to his to the room into the room he paid for, and they sent the the prostitute who was to, you know, satisfy him that night. And uh, when the the young girl entered and the light were on. He noticed it was his daughter, and he broke down. It was dad, and then it was the daughter's name, you know? 
So, um, if this man was told that his daughter was practicing prostitution, I'm sure he would have gone on rampage, talking, advising, rebuking, and all sorts, forgetting that he was uh, one of those many people who encourage and uh, fund the practice. So, same to these young people paraded in their nudity, and people were watching and making ha can you imagine and things like that for the woman in the bible the lord jesus told those who gathered around and her accusers that if you know you have no sin cast the first stone all of you standing here passing the judgment condemnation and everything pass the first stone if you know you're clean you know so it's not about the fact that what they're doing is not right it's about us, those who watch and those who did what they did, taking videos and posting. If the police people took videos for whatever reasons, maybe for official investigations, those kind of videos are supposed to be classified videos. But they are now all over social media and a lot of people are making all kinds of comments. And all these people making all kinds of horrible comments about how terrible these young people are. Uh, some of them are not clean themselves. I feel so much pain in my heart because you look at people created in God's image, in God's likeness. You look at people whom, whom, who God loves. You look at people included in the love of God, in the salvation, redemptive work of Christ on the cross. And you see them living like slaves. When the masters become the slaves, you see humanity at its lowest peak. And you feel so much pain because the Lord God has provided solution to all our fallenness, to, for, to all our perversions, to all our struggles with whatever we're struggling, struggling with. When I see young people, when I see anybody doing what these young people were doing, the first question that comes to mind will be, why are they doing what they're doing? The Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Knowledge is different from information. A lot of people have information about what is good, what is wrong, what should be done, what cannot be done, and all that. The information is everywhere. But knowledge is, a tr is, knowledge is when that information translates to actions, then you know. You can be announcing the, all over the world that I know that adultery is sin. I know that this is wrong. I know that this is killing somebody is wrong. But if, you, if you've not stopped doing that thing you know is wrong, then you just don't know. You have the information that this is wrong, that's wrong, this is not right. But the information has not moved from your brain to your heart and then to actions. So we have these young people who, for reasons best known to them, maybe for, for money, for whatever reason, are practicing whatever they're doing there, in whether it's group sex, whether it's pornographic movie shooting, whether it's whatever they're doing there, they're doing it, believing for each one of them standing there. If death was to come knocking at their doors, each person will stand before their maker and give a different reason for why they are doing what they were doing. So when, when members of the security force act without, um, I don't know, 
respect for individuality, respect for privacy. These people, yes, what they're doing may be not, it may be wrong by the law, but I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just curious. I'm just wondering, does the law allow members of the security force to take photograph, nude photographs of culprits in quotes, caught in the act and spread it all over social media? There was one that came out where they were transgender young men, transvestial uh, young men. They, they all made up with long wigs and everything, lipstick and stuff, and you know, and they were parading them all over the place. And people were like, ooh, I mean, I was like, what on earth is this? Yes, they've been caught. Can they not do their investigations without, without, um, without destroying this they're already so down there but so without pulling them lower than they already are because these are people who also have a future and for reasons best known to them they're into stuff that their likes of many were like what on earth is this but well let's create a scenario here if one of those security um, members of the security force got into that place and one of those young people were their daughter or son or I mean I don't know if they're going they would have been that excited taking videos and spreading it all over social media so when you try to put yourself in other people's shoe in the parent of those young people's shoe and the fa they have family they have brothers they have friends they have people who are going to be affected by those kind of videos we should all think before we act. The God of heaven has called all mankind to himself, irrespective of race, gender, color, irrespective of what you've done with your life or what you're doing with your life, irrespective of the fact that you, you may be an adulterer, a liar, a fornicator, and, 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 and a homosexual, a transvestual, a transgender, a thief, we the scripture is filled with people from all kinds of backgrounds. We have prostitutes like Rahab. We have all kinds of people in scripture who experience the transforming power of the love of God. The genealogy of Christ, of our Lord Jesus Christ is loaded with women who had very, very questionable past. And God did that to tell the whole world that it has nothing to do with where you were when you met him. It has to do with what you do from the time you met him outward. So uh, my, 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 my talk is to those who were involved in all those whatever they were doing there. And also to those who were excitedly taking videos and spreading them around. The Lord Jesus Christ did not come to save or to set righteous men free. He came to set sinners free. And you cannot be set free if you do not acknowledge the fact that on your own, you've tried so hard to stop doing the drugs, to stop doing the adultery, to stop practicing homosexuality. You just don't know how to stop the Lord Jesus came to reach out to those who are helpless. They've, did, they've done all they can. They've practiced religion. They've gone to church. 
they've done they've done sacrifices they've fasted they've done all kinds of good things in quotes trying to just be free from the bondage from this craze that drives them to do things that deep within their very core they cry out for release the bible says creation is groaning in pain a lot of people, even when they are doing stuff, they are hurting, they are breaking inside. They just want to hear somebody say, I don't know, I don't care where you are, but I'm offering you right now an opportunity to just turn to the Lord Jesus. Accept your helplessness, accept your hopelessness, and surrender to Christ. You know, the term born again has been so abused that I'm born again, I'm born again. And we really don't know what being born again means. I'm now going to change that term. I want to say, I want to use the word, the statement, swearing allegiance to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, to the Savior of the world. We have two kingdoms at war, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light. We have righteousness and unrighteousness. We have evil and goodness. We have a battle between evil and goodness. And the Lord Jesus Christ is the king and the ruler, the sovereign ruler of the reign of righteousness. And Satan is the sovereign ruler of the reign of darkness. You just cannot be in between these two. You've got to choose. So, each one of us have to make that decision on which side we belong. Joshua said, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. What have you decided? What is your decision? It is that decision that would begin to determine the choices and the pathways you choose. If you don't have a stronger, a higher power, if you don't have if you've not made the decision to, to, to swear allegiance either to darkness or to light, either to God or to Satan, either to evil or to goodness, if you have not decided where you stand, then you stand exposed. You'll find yourself doing stuff and you're like, oh, you, today you want to be like this, tomorrow you want to be like this, you've got to make a choice. I'm speaking with so much pain in my heart to those young people who were paraded there. I don't know if they're going to hear this audio. I don't know. I'm going to post it as well on Facebook and some social media platform, my YouTube and all that. I'm, try I'm going to try to post it as in as many places as possible. If you have been one of those who mocked at them, if you were one of those who made slimy statements, repent. Repent because at some point, if supposing you are, you have been saved by the grace of God, at some point you were also lost. You were also confused. You were also battling with stuff. Now, if God's grace have reached out to you, if God have extended his mercy to you, the more reason why you should extend the mercy of God to others. And I'm speaking to those young men. It doesn't have to end bad. I don't care if you've been paraded all over social media, but then now you have a unique opportunity to, to make a U-turn, to make a choice, to say, God, I don't think this is what I ought to be doing with my life, but I've tried so hard to do different, to do things differently. 
I don't know if it is poverty that pushed you into that. I don't know if it is the looking for fame. I just don't know what pushed you into that. But if you could just look at yourself and ask yourself a question, is this really who I want to be? Is this really what I want to do with my life? If you can answer that question honestly, then I invite you to join me and swear allegiance to the only Lord who can save you, to the only one who loved you enough to renounce heaven, to, to depart from glory and came down on earth, living in flesh and blood, even though he was divinity, to go through pain, to go through hunger, temptation, trials, just so that he could pay the price that you and I couldn't pay. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. Now Jesus came to put, take upon himself the death for all of us. And by doing that, he signed an open check and said, all you need to do is write your name. He opened the, the cell, the prison cell. He opened the cell of death. Those who have been captured by death, captured by sin, captured by evil. He opened the cell. Now he holds the keys to life and death. So the, the cage of sin, the cage of death have been broken open by the death and resurrection of the Lord. The power of the death and resurrection of the Lord was to break the chains of sin. And to destroy the ravages of sin in our lives and in our world. And if after he has done that, we expect the Lord Jesus to come pull us out. No, you and I have to walk out of that dungeon by personal choice. Now I'm inviting everyone listening to me, irrespective of what you're doing with your life, to make the choice to walk out of that dungeon into the light of God. The Bible says light came into the world that is through Christ Jesus. Jesus is the light. He came into this darkened world and darkness could not comprehend. Some scripture version says darkness could not overcome. So we have the power to live li the life of overcomers, the ability on that submission to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ to overcome every force, to overcome every power that contradicts God's design for our lives. To all those dealing with homosexuality, to all those who are dealing with all kinds of perversion, to all those dealing with all kinds of stuff, addictions, I'm, I'm inviting you all right now. To come join me and swear allegiance to the Lord of Lords, to the King of Kings, to the Savior of the world, to the only one who dared to say, I am the way, the life, and the truth. And he said, no one goes to the Father but by me. To the only one who, who dared to say, I am the doorway to eternity. To the only one who dared to say, I'll give you eternity. To the only one who dared to say, I can give you water from everlasting spring that would 
quench your, your thirst, not only now, but forever. We have all kinds of prophets. We have all kinds of names that have been named, that is currently named, and that will be named, but none of them can make the claim that Jesus made. He said, I am the way, the life, and the truth. He said the thief comes, that is Satan, comes only to kill, to steal, to, to destroy. And then he said, but I, that is the Lord Jesus, he said, I have come that you may have life. Not just have it, but have it in abundance. The will of God is that you and I live our lives in abundance. It's not just about having so much money to have mansions, have cars, have clothes. It's not, it's not just that kind of abundance. It's living a life with fullness, with the bliss. Irrespective of whatever you're going through. That can only happen when you swear allegiance to the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. Now the choice is yours. You have a choice to believe him or not to believe him. But when you make that choice, whether or not to believe him and submit to him by deliberate choice, it's like a man offering his hand. He says, a man asking the hand of a woman, the Lord Jesus is asking our hand. That's why scripture talks about the church being the bride of Christ. He's offering himself and say, would you be my bride? And he's telling you, whoever is listening to me this moment, the Lord Jesus is asking, would you be mine? Would you look into his eyes and say, yes, Lord, I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Surrender, surrender to the Lord Jesus. Surrender to the Lord Jesus. It's the only way out. The songwriter said, Jesus is the answer. He's the only answer for the world today. He's the only one who can answer those questions plaguing your heart. He's the only one who can provide the solution to that problem that seemed endless, unsolvable. He's just the only one who can give us rest in the midst of chaos. The very foundations of humanity is being shaken values are changing principles are changing laws are changing so much is happening in the midst of all this chaos there's only one constant the love of god that christ died for our sins that those whoever whosoever he said for god so loved the world that he sent he gave his only begotten son that whosoever it doesn't matter who you are whether you're black or white whether you're homosexual or whether you're gay or lesbian whether you're transvestia or transgender whether you're a thief it doesn't matter who you are he said whosoever believes in him believing in him is accepting him as your personal take responsibility for your life take responsibility for the actions you've committed take responsibility for all the things that have happened and ask for forgiveness ask for cleansing and let the lord jesus come into your being let him take over whosoever believes in him will not perish 
to say, Marakishi, if you just don't, if you don't believe in him, if you reject him, if you deny him now when he's calling out in mercy, you're not going to be standing. You won't be able to stand in front of him when he comes as the judge. Today, he's offering himself to us as the savior. Tomorrow, he's going to come as the judge of the world. The righteous judge is going to punish every form of evil. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether you accept him or not, it doesn't change who he is. But right now, in this moment, he's offering himself to you. He wants to become your personal Lord and Savior. He has opened the doorway in the eternity for you. He is the doorway. He is the only access into eternity. There are all kinds of doorways, but they all do not lead to eternity with God. The only doorway that leads to eternity with God is Christ Jesus. You have a choice. Believe it or not, it's your choice. God doesn't force us. Satan has never told anybody, I love you. Satan does not demand us to love him. Satan demands that we obey, we follow him, we do the things he tells us to do. It's only God that craves for our love, craves for our affection. And he, and he offers the same to us. Bible talks of his eternal love. And it's that everlasting love that has kept his hands from stretching forth and wiping this part of the, part of the cosmos from his existence. It's because he still believes in us. He's still waiting for as many as will call upon the name of the Lord. Bible says, for all who will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, I will heal their land and I'll forgive their sins. The thing is, who is going to dare to do that? Who will dare to look at sin, to look at their lives, to look at their wretchedness, their emptiness, their hopelessness, and turn to God? Who? In eternity, God is going to... You will have a moment where you will see all the opportunities for change that God brought you away. We're all going to see that. And the pain of eternity is going to be that you were given so many opportunities that you turned down. This is yet another opportunity. Do not turn it down. You can give me a private chat if you want to talk more. If you, if you have questions, you can just check out Janice Njie on Facebook. You can just Google Janice Njie. You're going to see a lot of my videos and all that. You'll find in social media ways you can reach me. If you have questions, it doesn't matter what the questions are. I pray by the power of God that I'll be able to answer your questions. 
The ones I cannot, we'll pray together and the Lord will show us the answer. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for your love, for your affection, for your trust in us. For it was love that made you release your only begotten son to come into this dark world and give his life for our redemption. I pray by the, that by the power of this love of God, the, the love that Christ has for us to accept the cross on our behalf, by the power of that love, O oh God, may scales, be, may scales fall off, may chains be broken, may yokes be broken. Those whose hearts have been hardened, O oh God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray, soften their hearts. Me na sakan uskira in isardin narkala, ma anstirus anastikan urti. Father, Father, Father. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh Alpha and Omega. You are Yahweh Alpha and Omega. Yes, you are the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end. We come to you because all the answers are in you. Help us, Lord. Show us your mercy. Reach out to us, O oh God. All those listening to me, Father, reach out, O oh God, and save. Reach out and heal. Reach out and restore. Reach out and deliver in the mighty name of Jesus. <sighs> Amen.